0: This is Ark in the City and this is our introductory episode. Uh, What is Ark in the City? It rains a lot in Vancouver. Not all the time, but it's enough to be noticeable. (laughs) And um, we have a lot of grey days between... We have 40 days and 40 nights plus and... um, uh, July and August, that's the, you know, our glorious time. And yet we still get inundated with advertisements to travel during the summer when it's, you know, why why leave? Paradise is here. It's finally arrived. <clears throat> so Ark in the City is the podcast uh, for Clarny Park Mennonite Brethren Church in Vancouver. And uh, it is located... At 49th and Kerr, in the neighborhood known as Killarney. <clears throat> and um, what will happen in this podcast is uh, we will explore. We will find out more about the neighborhood. We will find out more about the church. We will find about more about the congregation. Get history, experiences, uh, stories, um, and too the the vision for um moving forward you know what does that look like we'll get into talking about uh, reconciliation with uh, first nations and i i forgot to set this up i wanted to set this up by um by talking about starting off talking about the um the first nations locally i will do that at the ending no i will totally forget so i'll do that now okay so um i'm acknowledging that I'm on the unceded territory of the Tsleil-Waututh, Musqueam, and Squamish First Nations. Okay, and uh, I I hope to do that every time because it's important to um, remember that, you know, if we're going to move forward as a multicultural community. And that's something is that at Killarney, uh, Pastor Dave um, Mentions, he's mentioned a number of times that it's intentionally intercultural. And so that's a question that I'll have to um grill him on. I'll be sort of waiting outside of his uh chateau, and I will approach and you know, <laughs> and he'll no comment, no comment. Right. So Killarney Park Mennonite Brethren Church, it's it's near 49th and Kerr. And uh it's it's an intersection meaning that say it's a uh, busy it's got um I, just outside there was this uh, a, a bit of traffic reminding me how how busy it is uh at that intersection um not that i'm there but th- that um what is it th- th- there is this sort of coming and going that's happening in in this area And then you get off the the busy street and it's residential. Just across from Killarney Park, Meninae Brethren Church is um, a big track, uh, which is very cool. It's sort of, there's a track and then there's a um, field, green grass, where there's often soccer being played and and other things. But um, usually every day there are people out uh, walking on that track and um, very cool Um, I I, I saw that in um, Korea and it was I was like oh why aren't we doing this and then you know here in Vancouver we are and it's a great place um, yeah to you know to walk (laughs) in circles there's a community center right nearby there's a high school uh, again nearby and then I believe it's an elementary or middle school uh, just down the hill and Killarney Park has, um, a number of fields set up. There's a area of baseball diamond, and then there's a, uh, a, a gravel area, um, gravel field for skinning your knees and, you know, getting road rash on your hands. You know, whose idea was that? Moss, <laughs> come on, sell this. Okay. Okay. There's a dog walking area, uh, nearby. And, um, Nice bunch of trees, a swimming pool at the community center um, the community center is a what is it called a gathering area um much more beyond like say um, in in case of emergencies that, that that's one of the hubs for um for for the community and so Killarney, is part of, uh, the church is quite close to there. I think I can just call it Killarney now. I'm just going to call it Killarney. Uh, and you, you'll know what I'm talking about. So the the area... I got curious. Okay, where does... What's Killarney? Where does Killarney come from? Where's the name from? Uh, it, it sort of is pretty obvious to me that it's Irish. It might not be to some other people. Uh, it was... The area was... Um, well, let's start with Killarney. Killarney, it's an area in... The Southwest of Ireland. Uh, it it literally means Church of the Slows. And, and Slows is spelled S-L-O-E-S. And it's interesting that you know it's the, the name is church. I thought that oh well that's that's profound. And then Slows is a blackthorn. And um, if you've ever seen Say you know stereotypical Irish um, leprechauns say, oh no, <laughs> I'm Irish, so I can do this or part Irish. The, but um, there's a shillelagh, and a shillelagh is a walking stick that's uh, carved out of uh, black thorn. Um, I think it's a bit of a bit of root and then say a stem, and yeah. So um, th- that's an interesting connection for me because I've got this. Uh, Part of my family is Irish Catholic. So there's this, there's, you know, a branch is there. Uh, Let's see. Interesting bit of history about Killarney. Like in Ireland uh, is that their um, first sort of notable historical um, building uh, was a church that was set up by uh, a leper. And there's disagreement whether he was just, he cured somebody with leper, a boy with leper. And, um, or did he you know actually get the leprosy so that's interesting and um so let's see so that's Killarney just as a side just as a side um I had to go look up the etymology for Vancouver because I knew it was the name of Captain Vancouver who was from England um so I was thinking well maybe there's an origin for that too and um you know, because Killarney means Blackthorn Church, so what does Vancouver mean? So I went and I checked out um, the etymology, and it's, I believe it's, I think it's like uh, Flemish, something along those lines, and it means uh, from, and then cover, which is cow crossing, right? So it's an area where cows cross, and so that's a an interesting way to look at, um, Vancouver, right? It's all about the cows. So that's, that's on the surface. The, the area, Killarney, was, um, given as a gift to a, um, somebody who'd done military work for the British Empire. And so they were given all of Killarney. And is that right? Yeah. And so that's, Killarney is, um, it's uh, southern border is the Fraser River, and it's up to 41st. Um, the other, and that's the northern border for Killarney is 41st, just sort of down the hill. So it's it's kind of the hill, like it rises up and then falls. And then um, it, it goes all the way to the edge of Vancouver um, Boundary Road, the border with Burnaby. And then Killarney goes also to... Um, so that would be it. Would be the the west border, is Elliot? Is that Elliot Street? I think so. yeah, Elliot Street. And uh, Kerr pretty much runs up the the middle of this. So is that true? <laughs> okay. So one thing I wanted to get in before I forgot is that that there is a snack bar thing at the community center, and I feel bad about saying this, but I also sort of you know. It's, um, you know, well, what what's near, what's close, you know, say going for a coffee and things like that. It's right across the street. Uh, you could go to the gas station at 49th and Kerr, but I, I'm, I'm liking the idea more and more that there's this cafe actually down at the community center ish, right? Okay. So that, that's Colerne now, res- residential area. I looked up the demographics and, um, it is it is the most diverse neighborhood in Vancouver and if if i'm wrong about that i'm very close that, that, that there is this huge mix of of people and so if you're if you're inter- you know interested in dropping by that you'll have that experience and it is reflected in clarnie's um congregation right you know you will encounter a mix and I, I I want to I want to finish with um, sort of where it is and what it is the um, the neighborhood first before we get into uh, the Mennonite experience. But the, but there is um, a number of languages that you'll you know find at the church. There's a number of um, cultural experiences, and uh, it's it's great and it's challenging, and um, it's it's for me it's for me it's good. For me, it's good. It's like you know, this reminder of of um, re- the real world, you know, versus having your blinders on and you know, oh, you know, it's just this. It's my culture. There's nothing else. And you know, uh, right. Okay. So let's let's back up. Um, as as I managed to get in and remember that uh, you know this, um, Killarney is on uh, unseated territory and uh, the the territory was never handed over never agreed to and um, it is uh a sort of shared uh traditional t- shared experience between these uh, first nations locally and clarney originally was all forested up until the 50s i believe um, that the, the you know the um the i guess it would be to say you know the soldier or the general uh, who um, got the land and built a house here? Um, so we do have some older, like say um, Edwardian, Victorian, or Edwardian houses, and then there's a lot of. Um, <laughs> I'm getting slightly off track, but it's still it's it's still about Killarney. Um, so ha- the houses are a mix. We have these mini mansions that are being built now, um, that are sort of twice as high as other uh, houses. And, you know, sort of amazing facade in the front and, um, you know, double doors, right? Welcome to my palace. Uh, And then we have houses from the, um, yeah, houses from the 50s, 50s, 60s. We've also got Vancouver specials, which are more of a Mediterranean style with um, terracotta sort of rounded roof tiles and then some stucco and some brick. Um, but you know those those are the older, and then we have these, like I said, the mini mansions. <clears throat> okay, back to the First Nations. Uh, right. So, the language of the First Nations is called Halkomelem, and we are in an area um, pretty close to the Musqueam. We are in this, the downriver dialect of of Halkomelem, and the upriver. Uh, dialect that one, you, just, you could think of, say Abbotsford and further up and all around that area, and uh, upriver uh, that even goes down to New Westminster, and then um, just at at the bottom of the delta, you know that's where you're experiencing downriver Hakimalem. Um, so Hakimalem extends out to Vancouver Island, Victoria. Uh, that that 's uh island Halcomelum yeah that 's right, and so there are there 's differences, but there 's a lot that 's shared um, be- between these three dialects. Everything in Vancouver has uh, a first nation 's name. One small example that you can see when you 're at Killarney is that if you if you look to um, the mountains, which you you know can see we 're sort of high up on this hill and um i'm just thinking it probably the the, the church will probably um <laughs> do okay for a while as far as rising sea levels but um okay so if, if you're looking you're standing near the church maybe you're at the track and you, you you look at the mountains to the north and you can see two uh peaks close together and that's called uh in english it's known as lion's gate but the first nations name translated Means the two sisters, and there's this beautiful uh, myth and legend of these two sisters that bring peace to the area, and in in reward they're placed um, on on the mountain as as this reminder to everybody, and uh, you know what a beautiful what a beautiful story what a beautiful um, you know you can you can just feel the communication of you say what's important what's of value, and versus Lionsgate which. Which means um, it's it's something from Europe, and I can't really tell you what Lionsgate means. Uh, right. So that's that's one example. Um, all of the plants, um, all of the f- yeah, all of the plants, all the animals, um, the unique types of fish. Um, they all have uh, names that uh, resonate. Like they, it, the English doesn't quite do justice to so so many things and yet of course we still have uh, places um, that that have first nations names such as squamish for example okay so the um, something else to say about first nations here that they use the river uh, that's the the name of the river is the stolo river and it's uh, been renamed the fraser river and so the 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 Stolo and then um, the coastline that is the, you know it was the this huge um, trade route and so it went all the way down South America all the way up to uh, Alaska and and then of course uh, inland and so you know archaeologists are still finding these things that you know ought not be here right they're not from here they're from thousands of miles away. Um, ex- examples would be obsidian, I believe. I believe that's from um, the interior or something, and then it's traveled down. So it's not, say, isolated, and, and that's, that's interesting. Uh, finally, finally, things to say. Uh, um, the, ch- the church has been involved with reconciliation, which is fantastic. It has invited um speakers to come in and to um start conversation, right? You know, so get um, get information, um uh, give us information. And so that was, you know, wonderful to, you know, to to, to hear and to sort of see this happening that uh, the church is not closed off and um it it is interested. Uh there is also this representi- representation from the various cultures. <clears throat> there will be, um, say, parts of the Bible read, and um, that, pe- that congregation members will come up and say they will read it in the language their mother tongue. Right? Um, so we'll get uh, French and uh, from 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 France, and then we'll get some German, um, and then we'll get. Um, We'll get some Chinese, we'll get some Korean. Uh, There's an African language in there. And uh, I believe, and too, there's this fluctuation also of language and culture. Um, Right, okay. So, Killarney Park, Mennonite Brethren Church. Now, Mennonite Brethren, uh, when when I first went to Killarney, I was, I, I sort of stumbled. It's like, okay, well, what what's the difference? You know, isn't it all the same thing? And I I know it's not, but I'm more sort of asking. And this uh, wonderful old guy, Bill, who I, it took me a long time to sort of kind of coordinate, you know, or not coordinate, navigate. There's a good word. And um, fin- finally, you know, got this sort of communication happening. And uh, he he handed me this huge book, of martyrdom, <laughs> it's just this massive tome of uh, Mennonite uh, martyr- martyrs, and so that was something of a starting starting place for me. One of one of the the sort of questions and answers I got to was Anabaptism, that that defines um, and, and differentiates the Mennonite experience, and so Anabaptism is is the is the decision, is the decision, the philosophy, the belief that um, baptism by choice that say you're an adult and you choose to do this thing is more important than infant baptism. And it sort of say, as I've, you know, as I read this and thought about this to sort of help me understand, okay, well, what is the Mennonite experience? <clears throat> and two, I still have to... Um, explore the brethren part of it and you know was there a falling out what exactly happened there Uh, so so we start with martin luther in germany hammering up you know these um these this protest upon the church door and the the beginning of um uh, protestantism but a Mennonite doesn't necessarily fall into Protestant, uh, the, the Protestant category, that say, um, you know, inspired by, but not, you know, in the same boat. So it it has other things going on. And at the moment, I have this kind of mishmash of um, a German experience, but also a Russian experience. Is talking with one elder in the church. Um I believe it's Jack. There's two guys that I keep mix, mixing up, but um he was telling me about his family and that they were in Russia uh, when the communists took over and Canada actually got them out. I think it was actually the it was like the it was like the CN. Um I I'm not getting that right, but anyways, the Canada's uh, transportation um organizi- organization actually you know, got them out. And that's something else to look up. And that's a conversation to have. It's, it's, you know, so, oh, you know, how exactly did that happen? But it was great because that particular family got out and made their way to Canada. <clears throat> and then ultimately um, to Killarney. Let's see, what else can I get in about the, the, Mennonite, um, the Mennonite experience? The, this uh, this you know, difference in opinion of baptism I I can understand why uh, a family would want to have their child baptized right it's sort of um, okay you know we want to I don't know about legitimize almost like protect the child right that there's this sort of symbolic that you know they're part of the flock Um, instead of leaving it up to fate later or choice uh, which would be the argument <clears throat> that um say that you know that you're born into it i've had i've had both experiences I sort of baptized as a child in the anglican church and then um later uh i don't think i actually got baptized like i've been baptized um as an adult like you know i chose to do it at, i can't remember exactly where i think it was a baptist church that was about 20 years ago right so it, it say it's an interesting conversation and and to be thinking about the, you know this question of baptism but but back um, you know a couple hundred years ago uh, more uh, you know violent um, violent attacks and and by Christians so you know there's that's where this martyrdom is coming from is in this difference in, in interpretation and it's easy to say you know to to be talking about it now I I, I recognize that I have you know I have no idea of of what that was like and um, the the difficulty and to not an isolated incident so that's where the Mennonite experience is coming from and uh, it's definitely German um, in my interaction in the lower mainland with um People over the years, uh, I I would get this impression. I have this old friend from um, Olivet Baptist Church in New Westminster. His name's Greg. Last name escapes me. But but if you encounter him, if you go there, you'll encounter him. Uh, And you know he is he's kind of like this the perfect for me the perfect expression of you know the Mennonite Uh, you know that sort of German. Um, and I'm so sorry, stereotypical, right? Stocky and all this other stuff, and um, but but on top of that, as I'm saying this, I'm undermining my own description. It's like, well, no, he's not really the perfect sort of farm boy, you know, fed on sausage and you know uh, fresh uh, fresh cow milk, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but but that's that's part of that experience. I'm imagining too that say coming over. Uh, you know, say in, in the time of world war one and world war two and, and encountering difficulties, uh, there was racism in Vancouver. There is racism in Vancouver. And, um, even now, right. Even now, so difficult and, uh, heartbreaking, but, um, I'm just say for the Mennonite experience that it can't have been easy, of course. And then of course, you know, uprooting yourself, um, Especially in a situation like I mentioned about Russia, you know, that, um, you know, in a way it's not your choice, right? You're, if you stay, there's, you know, a chance that you're going to get, you won't make it. Um, I think Jack mentioned too, it was up in, in Siberia, that his family was either sent to Siberia or they were in Siberia already. All right. So... So the Mennonites, the Mennonite—sorry, the Mennonite brethren—I uh, can't speak to the to the split of the brethren. I know that there was a disagreement, that the, that the, the Mennonites um, that say there had cre- this dis- this difference that was created, um, and that people wanted to, you know, keep being, doing the Mennonite thing but um, no, have sort of liberties. From the church website, from talking with people, um, I keep hearing Christ-centered, and that's interesting. Say, in differentiating, it's like, oh, are other denominations not Christ-centered or less quite, you know, uh, Christ-centered? Is does it have to do with the uh, Old Testament? Right say um into it does seem that way i've I've been to churches where they really go to the Old Testament, they are focused on the old testament um that it's the foundation you know for for every sermon and service uh, you know versus versus the statement um by pastor dave and uh and say you know the what is it called it's not propaganda, sorry <laughs> um, what is it? Text, material, um, pamphlets, uh, yeah. Oh I put my foot in it, I think. Anyways, please forgive me. I mean it in a good way. So it's um, communicating, right? Sort of, you know, this is this is what this is what it's about. So uh, these Mennonites came here. They're you know, it's, they're speaking German. That's one thing that I've picked up. It was in the 1960s was when the, um, the Calarney Church was built. And uh, it's got this A-frame, um, which was another reason f- for me that I went for Ark in the City, because I was, you know, I looked at it and went, you know, hey, it, it it does look like Noah's Ark, okay. And then there's the Ark of the Covenant. So that was sort of, it was doing two things, and that pleased me. Uh yeah, uh, there's uh, a number of um, windows at the front of this A-frame and they're, they're colored, the glass is colored, uh, and, and, and they light up a bit at night, right, and of course from the sides, right, and so we get this um, color on the outside. And then going inside, uh, there's lots of lovely wood and uh, stained wood, um, I've talked with one elder who, who's mentioning about doing the, um, the wiring and the electricity. <laughs> so I'm one of the two guys who keep me mixing up. Um, oh, so sorry. One of them's Jack and then there's, you know, the other guy. Please forgive me. All right. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's, so there's... I'm not sure, I can't remember the names of it, but anyways, the I guess it's like the chapel, is that what it is? Where there's all the pews, and, um, and then behind that there's offices, there's a library, um, downstairs there's uh, an area for um, kids, um, it's not kindergarten, play school? Maybe it's play school. But that's another area for me. I'd like to interview um, the people involved in in that. In this sort of, mm, it's not childcare, but uh, it's it's a resource for the community, and it's also an ESL resource. Uh, you know, which which is helpful for say people who are uh, immigrating, or uh, they're what is it called when you're getting out of your country and and there's danger to you. Um, on that note. Uh, there are at least one house that the church has, and uh they have refugees. I believe um Islamic refugees are at the house right now and wow you know that 's that 's amazing um you know, you know of course, of course, but still it's it 's pretty impressive, considering the racism that 's that 's happening in Vancouver right now with the um with the Wet'suwet'en territory um being invaded. Uh, that you know, say to see Clarnie Church, um, you know, uh, doing something amazing. I'm kind of, I'm kind of choking up. I'm kind of getting misty. <laughs> and, um, but that's a, I that's, I think that's a great example of Killarney Park's heart. And um, you know, it, it's it's easy to say things, but but to actually do things. And you know to, to take um, let's see it it really differentiates um, be, because we're all you know um, it's easy to fall into fear let's move on <laughs> okay so uh so Killarney park uh doing good things uh, down in the basement that's where usually there's uh, after the service is tea and a coffee and cookies. Um, there will be meals that pop up for, for different reasons. As I'm saying this, I, I think I might have just missed the AGM. I, I was intending to go to the AGM. Maybe it's not too late. <laughs> um, sorry. Again. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, the last thing that's downstairs is the Fireside Room, which is um, it's a gathering place. It's sort of you know set aside... Um, So you can go and, you know, say, do other things while people are gathering and, and, you know, feasting or celebrating. One of the celebrations that was postponed because of the coronavirus uh, is the Lunar New Year. And uh, that that has been going for a while. And so representatives um, from cultures that celebrate the Lunar New Year will come in and um, great food, you know, some music. It's fun. I have I have Korean connections, and so it's uh, it's 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 always nice to um, to be you know to be near to be near to India. Right, okay. We so we've covered we've covered a lot of territory. Um, I think too that say I wanted to drop in my own experience. I, I mentioned that one half of my family is Catholic, the other half is Anglican. And uh, that's Protestant. And there, there was, um, can I say is? Well, there was conflict in the family uh, between these two sides. Two different ways of doing things. And that shaped my experience. So say I'm coming, I'm coming to Killarney with this sort of past um, uh, parents who sort of relapsed, you know, eventually they returned, but I grew up in this, um, what's it? Skeptical, uh, atheist, uh, environment. And I I would go to my grandparents and we would, um, and, and sort of, they would show me, uh, their faith. I, I can remember, you know, going to church with them and seeing my grandfather reading from the Bible. And, um, it, it felt a bit theatrical, like sort of, uh, I, I sort of felt like it was sort of a display for me, kind of saying, you know, th- this is the way it's done, and and then I would return back to the um, the atheist layer. Uh, let's see, and the the what what I I found great difficulty because um, I was always presented with the argument. It's like, oh, hi- history. Here's you know. People doing terrible things in the name of God, in the name of uh, Christ, um, atrocities here. Like, for example, um, the Mennonite experience. Well, you know, what's what's what, what's up with that? That's this. This is this is not something that Christ would do, and um, so that was uh, that was a, a big difficulty, a big hurdle for me, um, because unfortunately, there's a lot of truth in that. So, one of the things that um, sort of say I've talked about with pastor Dave is is say for myself uh, the necessity of translation you know that um I'm able to translate uh, w- with my korean experience um with my wife I I was able to leap that hurdle because in korean they say um which is um means one and and then Abhi's, say it's like father, I think, father or uncle. And the, um, say, a, a philosophical approach, right, that was helpful, um, you know, within considering the one and oneness. Um, and, and so that, for me, that was my in. That was my way to translate, to get closer to a conversation and uh, to get nearer to it. Another aspect of it is is that um, I am uh, mentally ill. I have PTSD, and uh, part of my experience growing up, uh, recently diagnosed, I had you know, you know, just not I didn't know what was going on, and uh, having a lot of trouble, and you know now I know, and so um, so things things have improved. One of the components that was recommended was, um, they have a, (laughs) they have a trinity of, for, for, um, sort of, oh, this is what you do, right? You know, this is how you treat your problem. And the trinity, the, this, this trifecta is, um, medication, therapy, and a belief system. And, you know, for me, I was like, you know, okay, all right, um, I've, I've explored, um, I think too, that say that we're all coming from, we're all coming from, um, we all sort of require something, and it's, it's not something that we're, you know, it's not something that's being handed over. Even within Christian families, like say at, at Killarney Church, I've had conversations with parents who uh, struggle with translating for for their teenagers, their their kids, um, to be able to answer the tough questions, um, and, and two, you know, the, the, the questions that you know I was faced with my uh, atheist parents, and you know, say, uh, was, um, but I was still left with, uh, I was still left with no belief system you know, no even, really no even psychological anchor, right? Um, like, part of me feels that everybody should go to therapy, right? You know, <laughs> it's like uh, that it's a necessity. But unfortunately, you know, we're not, you know, that's not what we're doing. Um, if you don't have a belief system, whoa, look out. And if if it's not being conveyed. So that's another thing that's going on with this podcast is that I am seeking to translate uh for for those who are new to it or don't get what Mennonite brethren is that that are i say outside the experience you know perhaps they're looking for something that's inclusive versus exclusive um, perhaps you know and and that's you know, area to explore that I'm interested in, but really it's about, it's about the translation and, um, you you know, why I I was describing, I was describing, um, faith, uh, having a belief system that it is a psychological anchor, you know, that there's a really good big reason to, uh, be involved in, in some kind of faith and, uh, you know. From the audience, I'm hearing this voice saying, "You know, there's only one way." You know, and uh, it's you know, <laughs> um, you know may, maybe we could do an episode talking about interfaith. Uh, you know, uh, great difficult stuff. Um, you know, put putting aside one's fervor. You know, um, you know the difficulty of being a zealot, and um, you know, actually, you know, listening to other other faiths, which Killarney is doing, you know, by opening their door to um, a a, a Muslim family who are, you know, looking for safety, looking for shelter, starting over, and, uh, yeah. And and to really, uh, that's the the thing, it's still difficult, because I see the beautiful people at Killarney, doing beautiful things that, you know, that, you know they're ful- filled with love and hope. Of course, you know, not all the time, right? We're human beings, but, uh, you know, just so much great stuff happening. Um, They're doing mission work. And for me, it's this contrast between the stark criticism that I grew up with, you know. And, uh yeah. Uh Let's see... Some other things to talk about. So, Pastor Dave, <clears throat> uh, meeting Pastor Dave. Uh, let's see. I think I think I can. I think I can get away with this. Um, he's from Alberta. He's uh, Chinese Canadian, and I'll apologize ahead of time. Right? Um, it's you know just in case I'm making any mistakes. I think I'm okay. So yeah. So he's here. He's here with his um, his his wife, uh, Charlene, his his kids, and um, the, the, they're part of, like, say the the Mennonite experience that that they're connected with that. Um, Whereas they go back to Alberta, and there's these al- alpaca sausages. If, I, I'm pretty sure that that's what it was and uh so i can say <clears throat> thanks dave i've tasted alpaca <laughs> it, it wasn't enough to see it as a um a textile right yeah um okay yeah what's you know things to expect when you when you go to killarney church um another thing to well to finish with dave too not to finish but you know dave gets up there dave loves you too so that's cool and he's up there playing guitar rocking out. I think he's the most, you know, um enthusiastic person on the stage <laughs> in a joyous way that, you know, he gets into it. Uh let's see, just to expand it a little bit more. Um I don't I don't know if I can speak say to say the family experience and that that say he's he's representing for you know say for me it's it's sort of representing this um you know say he's canadian and what do i mean by that 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 say in vancouver there's this mix and and for me he represents that that uh you know it's 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 essential right it's essential for me to know dave i don't know where this is going but i just want to sort of finish up with dave and say dave is awesome and you know, I just want him to keep doing what he's doing. <laughs> you know, come meet Dave, right? You know, Dave is a friend, uh, a great representative of, of the faith. All right. the uh, The elders in the church have um, dubbed themselves the Amazing Grays, and number one, I love a good pun. Or I just love a pun. So, you know, there's no good puns. Is that true? Uh, and you know that that speaks to the playful nature. And to you know, I've I believe I've met most, if not all of them. I've done some Bible studies, um, and they are they've they've been supportive, and uh, I've gotten hugs. Uh, I've got you know I've been greeted. I've gotten encouragement. On on that note. I just want to say that, um, I understand, you know, you go down to the, you could, you could experience loneliness in a crowded room and what, Ma's? Yes, it's true. And going down to the coffee and tea afterwards, um, one, one time I went down and there was no one there. Right. And I got my coffee and no one came down and maybe there was people later, um, and what happened? Like, say, I I went up, and actually, people were still upstairs and talking and stuff. And it, it was for me, it was this test of, uh, you know, I was like, no, 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 right? I, you know, I felt that you know, private per- persecution, right? Of like, they don't like me. Um, what I'm what I'm trying to say is, you know, don't give up on them. <laughs> <laughs> that, that they're lovely people, but we're all all kind of in this human dilemma and we're all celebrating the one so that's happening we can agree on that and how else can I say this um, ju- just that say it's I, th- I think there's a better chance of uh, interacting and socializing and um, then there is downtown I, I-, I want to compare it to a large uh, Anglican church, um, that I like, uh, called Christ Church Cathedral, it, it's, um, it's difficult to meet people there because there's this community, right, it's sort of like, you are the outsider, and it's difficult because there's hundreds of people, that's not the experience at Killarney, so there's more opportunity, I keep coming back to, what is it, um, Uh, small town vibe in the big city that was one of the sort of catchphrases I was thinking about for this podcast Um, because it's a small church and you know there's more more potential for I want to say adoration but that's not right it's more kind of to um, connect how about we just say that connect Al one of the amazing greys he keeps on going on about community and you know thank you Al yes yes um, so being, yeah, so, so I, I'm, I just want to urge you to, you know, be persistent and, um, give it a chance and, uh, it, it is difficult, you know, sort of getting through that feeling of being the outsider and getting past, um, you know, getting past that feeling and two, I guess it's the introvert extrovert situation. Uh, and and that said that there's always there's always been a smile there um i'm not the you know sort of like the most positive person uh you know show, showing up sometimes with my ptsd and i'm um i'm not half off my rocker but i'm say just i'm having a bad day um and two days where i i can't i can't get in you know i'm i'm just not able to um yeah and now I'm thinking about, yeah, what if, you know, <laughs> Dave says stuff stuff to me, like, you know, you know, Moss, get out of your way, right? Uh, and, he, you know, thank you, you know. Um, so, yeah, so, so give it a chance. And, and, and too, this defines what it is versus what it is not. There's another Mennonite Brethren church in Vancouver, there's a number, but, Uh, One of them, just over the border in Burnaby, is called Willingdon, because it's on Willingdon uh, Street. And it's big. It's an airport. There are, seriously, there's thousands of people in there. They have churches within the church. Um, So you can go to a Korean congregation, you could go to, or service, sorry, then you can go to a Russian service, and on and on and on. But it's difficult. It's a weird thing. But it's difficult meeting people there. You can, right? But it's uh, there's something you know airportish about the whole um, the whole situation, and, um, and you know some people like that. So in contrast, Kelowna is more for people who are after this small town vibe, right? It's a small church. You're going to get to know people intimately. Is that true? No, that's too extreme. You're going to get to know people. Yes, there we go. That's perfect. <laughs> um, yes. Um um let's see. Oh, I was going to say something and it had, had had to do it had to do with the um the whole sort of say meeting meeting people. I I, I believe I was I was on the line of you know the Mennonites came yes, okay. So the Mennonites there was a church in, in Vancouver that um it was uh, that it planted Killarney. So there was a, a German speaking church um and the congregation that planted, like you know, moved to Killarney, that their intention was speaking English, you know, that they wanted to branch out. In contrast with there's an amazing, uh, Greek Orthodox church on, um, it's, it's, so this is, uh, West Van and heading towards UBC. And I can't remember the name of the street. Anyways, you head that way, you get to the Greek Orthodox church. Um, you go in, they're speaking Greek. They're speaking Greek. It's beautiful. It's, it's, you know it's like you've walked into some a church in Greece that has been around for a thousand years and um oh, just sort of you know drenched right and i could not it was it was lovely it was lovely it was esoteric and interesting and uh, but i just could not connect and um uh, you know i regret that i'm that person and i suspect that that's why the planters of Killarney um, did English. Uh, you, you will encounter people who grew up speaking German. Jack, you know, one of the elders, uh, that, you know, talking with him and he would speak about that experience. And I'm sort of sort of twinging, twi- you know, sort of, was that what it was? Um, and two, somebody can correct me. I think it might have been that, say, the German Mennonites went to Russia, and and then um went to Canada. Ah, there's a whole bunch of conversations to have there. Right. So um, you know, Killarney, Killarney is based in the German experience and then um is is has branched out into into the speaking English. I can sort of see it too, say second generation, third generation um German Canadians, right? That they, you know. That they can speak English and they want to speak English and so so that has that's what it has invited in this intercultural experience at Killarney, where you'll have this mix and um, i I continue to find it fascinating, yes um so we're wrapping things up in this first introductory um experience. Uh, great things to say about uh Killarney. It's it's a place, um I think it's a pla it's sort of like what every church ought to be. You know, it's connecting, say on Canada Day, it's it's connecting with the community. Um, it's, not, it's not pushing. It's it's not um you know saying you know you have to you have to do things a certain way there's this flexibility about the services that say it's not it, it doesn't have this sort of strict structure going on and um i'll i'll see things there's a bit sort of a flow during the year that you know things will change we'll be trying out new stuff um th- things like say um communion i i've seen a number of different styles of communion like you know one one time where lining up and then another time it's being delivered, (laughs) but that's of course not the, not the word for it. Um, and there's moments of say creativity. They just had a play recently. I'm a writer and the, um, Oh, anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on the, on the writer's name, but it was, it was great. It was, um, As far as the writing goes, I was just like, wow, look at that. You know, there's multiple storylines. There was this very cool thing done with the elders that uh, it had. uh, It was like this video projection of them in the clouds as angels and just, you know, fun for everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just had from, you know, my own audience of the minds, you know, this sort of, you know, it's it was, you know, it's amateur And I'm, I'm going, you know, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's what this is, right? This is, that's what life life is. Um, You know, I appreciate that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that as well. Uh, Right. So, as we wrap things up, what's, what's in store for this podcast? Hopefully a bunch of criticism. <laughs> and I, I, I fully expect that, and you know, you're wrong there and there and there. Constructive criticism, though, is saying, you know, you're right about that and this and the other thing. I've totally left brethren alone, and so I'm hoping to have conversations about that. Um, I, I've got Anabaptism, right? So we all understand what that is now. And let's see. Um, yeah, there's so much room because you know of course you know it's not just one thing and so you know what what are all the what are these other things and um as we fade out here the music is um there's there's uh, this mix there's this mix of old old uh, christian songs and then new uh the I, i'm blown away by there's been a number of times where there's singing, you know, there's classical singing going on and why don't we have this all the time? But, but I know that it's not, you know, it's not possible and you just start to savor it when it's happening. Um, But, but there's also this, um, the, the fervor, the, the wonderful, um, uh, you know, the joy of, of, uh, you know, I can tell like pastor, Pastor Dave, for example, right? Who, you know, she's just getting down to the music, um, you know, the enthusiasm, right? That's, that's, that's what I see and cherish. And, And so we are moving out of, I'm just trying to remember what part of the year we are in as, as we move towards Easter, um, I'm I'm pretty sure that we're you know out outside of the Christian experience. And that said too, I have I have a lot of envy. <laughs> I have a lot of religion envy of uh, for people who say that, you know, that they they know the terminology that they grew up with it. Um that I know I know it's not you know that doesn't make it perfect and easy. Um but it it's just so interesting say talking with people and they'll be using the jargon uh, of of the religion of Christianity and and that say I will be translating as we're talking and and um but you know always sort of thinking there's got to be a better way to do this and uh um it's thinking of say people who just for their mental health you know that that you know to get to get coping skills to get by you know to have something rather than nothing and that that's my i guess that's my mission is is to provide um to you know to provide that to the converter you know the the universal translator that's um that's going to connect and because i you know i'm coming from that experience of of not having you know and desperately needing literally needing um that essential component is missing and you know it, it um you know, it would be so great if, oh, sure, you know, you know, if, if we could do it, you know, if, if we could have sort of like our, our daily psychological prayer or something like that, you know, you, you turn on the radio and you have your daily dose of mental health and, you know, you know, don't look at advertisements, right? I mean, much to the chagrin of capitalism. Whoa. Um, and too, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like my French fries. What does and I'm sorry. What does that mean? Uh, just you know that we have we have good things. I want my technology and medicine, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, as I you know slowly put my foot into my mouth, I just want to say thank you. Um, I want to say thank you and uh, thank you for the interest. Um, you know a number of people have have asked about what's going on with this, and so it's it's good to be. You know, at that at that point, it's sort of the tipping point. So interesting, the resistance that gets in the way of, of doing things, especially uh, working in the kingdom and, um, you know, s- slipping away from the outside world and uh, operating on the inside world. And um, uh, I, I'd like to you know, talk about that as well. Um, I'm sure there's going to be episodes talking about Narnia. Hooray. And... You know, something maybe say you know Tolkien, but you know don't worry though it's going to be mostly, <laughs> most mostly Kilarny Church, and on that note, uh, I will I will bid you do uh, take care and keep up the good work.